Are you tired of all the dating games, rules, and societal norms that make falling in love confusing and stressful? Then join us as we ditch the script and empower you to establish healthy, conscious relationships. This weekly podcast breaks down popular dating reality television and educates you on healthy versus toxic dating habits. I'm Brianna, a licensed therapist. And I'm Alex, a trauma-informed and certified narcissist recovery coach. Are you ready to ditch the script? out here we out here we in here how are we we're so good i'm not gonna itch my back (laughs) yeah don't itch Um, your back (laughs) sorry it's like a compulsive thing um i'm doing pretty spanking dandy how about you Mm. from a weekend of traveling are you still Mm -hmm, catching mm -hmm. up uh yeah catching up on life literally like got in the door and you know what pretty proud of myself because uh I used to be really regimented. Here's a little backstory. Used to be really regimented that the minute that I got home from a trip, I would open my suitcase and put everything away immediately. Um, A bit compulsive uh, to self-diagnose. It it, it trended. (laughs) It trended compulsive, and I know that it used to be because I used to like it did. Um, I used to live in like a small bedroom in a shared apartment where I didn't feel like the rest of the space was really mine. So that's why Mm. I would do it because I was like, I can't handle clutter in a space that is already really small. And in the last couple of years, like I've been able to relax and get into like, you know, be like, ah, put that away later. No big deal. Yeah. But you know what? Tonight I intentionally did. I went back to my old patterns. I put everything away. Like I've already started some laundry, so we'll hear a, a ding song. It. I'm yeah. so happy. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I've already like I needed I needed to put the stuff away just with the time that you and I had before you and I yeah. got on here. And I need that because like, listen, I'm gonna go to sleep immediately. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you bet your ass, you bet your bottom <laughs> dollar. And and then I'm gonna wake up at like five in the morning and I'm gonna roll into a full day, followed full day. by another full day. Followed and by another a third one. full day. You know what I mean? So I yeah. needed to get that on track and I, I feel pretty good about that. Slap mm-hmm. slaps for Brie. Snaps for Brie. Slaps, <laughs> slaps for Brie. Slaps yeah. for Brie. <laughs> Please don't slap yourself. Um, I'm really happy for you and I'm really proud Thank of you. the adulting you're doing and um for sharing the uh trending compulsive type phrase. Thank I'm you. stealing that. It's That's something adorable. that I'm working on. Um, what do you want? to share with the class? Um, I'll share with the class that <laughs> I had my very first, oh my God, did I send that naughty text to a parental figure type vibe for the first time, which was freaking hilarious. Yeah, raise your um, hand if you felt that before. I've had that a bunch, by the way. Like I've done that. Um, wow. I mean, I, I, it hasn't landed to um, like a parent or guardian of sorts, but oh. it almost, and it was, yeah. Adrenaline pumping. Yeah, very scary. Very. So, um, you know, Alex is single as a Pringle and happily so, I might add. Yeah, Yeah, you're doing pretty well with that. You like it. I'm so happy. It's so great. It's actually like, I I love single them. It's kind of a vibe. Um, I know. 
Yeah. So anyway, besides the point, um, it's been a minute since Alex has had any kind of physical intimacy, wink, wink. Um, Mm -hmm. And so suffice it to say, and we're an explicit podcast. I'm horny, you guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was playing a video game. This is so embarrassing, but we're here for it. I was playing a video game and I found myself wildly attracted to one of the male characters in this game. And I'm just laughing one because of the insane amount of graphics, like how clear they are, like movie-esque graphics. And um, in my excitement of checking out this character, I, of course, sent a voice note to Brie, because what else do you yeah, do? You wanted to tell me about it. <laughs> I had to tell you about it, because the mm-hmm. way that it, by the way, let me just, like, paint the picture a little bit more. Mm-hmm, I'm on my please. couch. I'm all cuddled up. You know, Jax is there. It's a vibe. And I'm, like, in this conversation, and you, if you're a video gamer, you know, like, it's on the story mode. You're doing the main quest, and all of a sudden, it's like, let me tell you 10 minutes of backstory about what's happening in this place that you're about to venture to. And so he was one of the characters discussing this whole thing. And I just, I liked his character and I really liked who he was. And then I started checking him out and I was like, oh my God, that happy trail is super cute. And like the, you know, face painting situation, tattoo situation is really a vibe for me. And then he had this cool like mohawk bun situation. And so I caught myself, my eyes are wandering. Mm. And I sent a voice note to Brie that was pretty explicit about my fantasies and just enjoyment of this game video game character's physique and lo and behold i thought i sent it to my pseudo dad after yeah i literally not a situation not a situation that you really want to just waltz right into you don't want to like you you know what you don't as as a parent let's just flip the script for a minute as a parent you don't really want to open your phone and be like ooh, a voice note from my beloved and then you yeah. open it up, my kin, and then you open it up and you're like, hmm, uh, I don't know if this was for me. Yeah. And I can't <laughs> really unhear it. <laughs> yeah, unhear it, unsee it, whatever it is. So um, what ended up happening is I send this voice note to Brie. It's a two minute long voice note, mind you, and which is like excessive. <laughs> and- mm, actually, actually, pause, editor's note. Not for us. Usually it's like four, five minutes. Two minutes is kind of brief. But two um, minutes about what I was talking about. I just sure, 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 sure. So anyway, so I'm so I sent this whole thing, and like as you know, on iPhones, if someone is like listen to a voice note, it disappears on the person who sent the voice note. No, 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 it does. No, 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 they do disappear, but it doesn't disappear because I have listened to it. It just disappears. After oh, it just minutes. disappears. Yeah, it oh. disappears two minutes after you've sent it. It doesn't. It's not that. a fair indicator of if a person has listened to it. You will really only know if someone has heard it if you notice that you to get a reply or if they no, keep well, it. yeah, reply yeah. or if they save it. Okay, so yeah. what ended up happening is the voice note disappeared on my end, and so Bree is at the top. She's pinned at the top, of course, and the yeah. first text behind below her is <laughs> pseudo dad, and so. I don't see this voice note sitting there. And so my brain immediately texts Brie and I'm like, please tell me that I am the one that texted you a two minute long voice note 
Um, because if not, I might've sent it to pseudo dad. And she was like, yes, that was me. But in the meantime of not hearing from Brie, my nervous system went all over the map. I was like <laughs> in a panic. I was sweating. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to handle this? If I did send it to pseudo, I'm sending a really risque voice note to a 70 year old man, 71 year old man, like <laughs> OMG. And yeah. he's like truly a father figure to me. And I, you know, if you guys know my story, you know, I'm not in contact with my parents. So it was really my first and only experience it's, of having one of those moments where I was like, oh, it's emotionally look. threatening. It's emotionally it, threatening. It feels. Yeah. So anyway, what ended up happening is I, of course, doing the work, the line of work I do is I regulated around it, sat with it, did my thing, got back to video game playing. And of course, Brie ends up texting me saying, no, girl, you are safe. I am. Yeah. Oh, my God. What did that feel like? What did that feel like? Yeah. Just, I actually, I was kind of like, okay, like, whatever, because I would have mm. handled it the other at way. That point, like, it was at that point, those, you like, were fine. Yeah, I was okay. But definitely mm. relief. And also, like, I would have been kind of sad if it didn't, because I, like, at the end, I remember being like, I hope that made you laugh, like, me sharing yeah. that with you. And I would have been a little disappointed if I didn't get to share that with you. Because at that point, the magic yeah. of the moment was gone. Like, I can't Oh, the magic would have been gone. You, you went through a whole oh. season of emotions. Yeah. So um, that's my fun story for weekend happenings. Well, the end. thank you. That, You're so welcome. I, if anyone's listening and they know someone who looks like the... The video game, video game character that, I described. Yeah, that <laughs> Alex has described. She um, she's not exactly available to date, but she's interested. <laughs> she might want to hear from them and some adult musings. Um, yeah, so get in get in I'm touch. I'm kidding. With us. Please don't don't DM mm. me. Don't eat. Please don't. She, <laughs> mm. You can DM me. I'll, I'll scream. Brie will facilitate. She will vet yeah. them properly. Yeah. Them. I have less than a thousand followers. I will see your <laughs> instant message. I will see your direct message. You. <laughs> yeah. You will oh be seen. <laughs> um, be so seen. come to me at BDatch and yeah. I will vet our options of done video game, video game character likeness. Yeah. And if you're curious to know the game, it was Horizon Forbidden West. And that is all. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of suitors. Oh, fuck. We now have to talk about The Bachelor. <laughs> it's quite okay, literally what, do, what we what's here the to do. Female, yeah. What is the female version of suitor? Sutris? Wait, isn't that like a scene? I've never, sutris? I've never, I've never known that there could be, but I like Sutris. That... Sure. felt good in my that felt good in my we're heart. coining we're coining words here sutris all right i would spell that wait before we move on i have to spell it i would spell oh i'm it. already i'm already googling google googling it. i'm already googling it <laughs> get your shit together um okay i would spell tell me if i'm right about this i would sell i would spell sutris s-u-i-t-r-e-s-s-e -S -S -E. it is it is a word it is a word and you can find it. Is it spelled how I just spelled it? S S U I T R E S S. Sutras. Sutras. And I does it mean what we think? A female okay, suitor or supplicant. Wow. Wow. Look at us. Wow, wow, Education wow. Education wow. at its finest. Wow. Aren't we good? So smart. I, I knew that. 
All okay, right. Well, let's get back to the real shit. Yeah, the sutras is. Um, we have for Bachelor, episode one. Yeah, Zach Shawcross, who I will say didn't Pleasantly bore surprised. me as much as I. Th- yeah, <laughs> same for you. I just have a few things that I really liked about him. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get on board. We're on board with the Zach Yeah, train. I liked him too. I, I still think that he's like pretty vanilla, but that's okay. Sure. I'm not holding that against him. What did we you all, like about him? We all also know that I actually, I literally have a paragraph dedicated to this in my oh, opening beautiful. for this. Um, we all well, good, know I that <laughs> The Bachelor is way more geared toward the cat fight drama than it is even the bachelor mm. himself like of let's course. just be real here i am so tired of women being pitted against each other um and this uh, franchise yeah. has done it and i i could go off on a quick dissertation about that but we'll skip it for today um my biggest love for zach is the consent he asks for consent in the cutest ways and i think mm. it is what a great example of how to ask for consent because mm. i know People are all the time like, don't ask to kiss me, just kiss me. But it's like, that's really a slippery slope, especially for men, because it's like, there's, you know, it doesn't take much to be like, that was harassment. So it's like, I think asking for consent is always necessary and consent can be sexy. And I think Zach did a really good job of modeling cute consent, like very cute Mm. in the moment consent with his kisses, um, with several girls. And and he be kissing. He be, he be kissing. Smooching. Not as much as other bachelors, but he be kissing. And I'm proud of him. He be yeah. kissing. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, if it were me, I'd be kissing too. I would have been Why kissing not? a lot of people that first night. I think, well, in the state that Alex is in currently, and yes, I'm talking about myself in the third person, still a habit I'm working on, y'all. Um, <laughs> I think in the state that I am in right now, I would totally be having a ball kissing many pretty men. <laughs> Yeah, why not? They're all here, and, and and soon there's going to be less of them. You want me to yeah. kiss less now? That doesn't make any sense to me. I love it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, just, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking them. about the math. Yeah. Yeah. What else? What that else did you have? Up. What else did you have about him that you liked? I just felt that he is really good at being present and listening so far i like that Mm. about him and he's more Mm -hmm. emotionally there's more emotional depth to him than i thought initially so Mm. i like that what about you yeah i liked that he was like down to be a little goofy like i expected yeah yeah, i expected that he was going to be pretty buttoned up and that the the anxiety that he was going to be feeling was going to show in him putting lots of guards up. I'm certain mm-hmm. that he had guards up. I'm, I'm, I don't think that he, in the effort to navigate meeting 30 women in one evening Nailed was it. going to lead to him to show up as, a, as his, in, sorry, as his authentic self. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think that I got glimpses of him in moments with certain women that he was connecting with, where it seemed like he was really just kind of being, being a little goofy, being himself. He, it seemed like he was trying to answer questions authentically. And you could tell that because he was kind of a different version of himself with lots of different women. And I saw that less like him being a chameleon and more of Mm. these women bringing different sides out of him that are all parts of him. 
True. Yeah. And I, that tracks too. Cause it's like, there's yeah. as, even me, I was thinking about this today. Cause like I have so many aspects of my personality, to, but depending on like, if you listen to my podcast, you're going to get probably the most authentic version of me compared to like mm. just watching my content on IG. Cause I right. have time here to show more aspects of myself. Right. I feel really safe with you being my full self right. where, you know, where, and then like a practitioner one-on-one client setting, I am not as silly be really as different. I am here. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah, it's, it's be just different. like my point in sharing all that is we can see with the rapport that Zach is building with certain women, how that is coming out much more quick or not proper grammar much more quickly than it is with other women. And it's because of how Zach feels safe and secure with certain people versus others. He Mm. might not feel as safe. And there's one girl who is an excellent example of that. And I can't wait to unpack that with you um, Mm. towards the end of the episode. So let's kick it off. Yeah. Okay. I always struggle at the beginning of the bachelor or bachelorette season because there's so many people. And unfortunately, because the uh, casting team of the bachelor ABC network partnership, they cast the same, they cast like a monolith of people. There's very few, very little diversity. Um, There's very little body diversity Uh, there is often very little cultural diversity. And so what we end up with is like a lot of really thin, white, blonde women. And I say all that to one note, some of my, my problems with the franchise, but two also to give myself an out to say, I did the best that I could because (laughs) everyone looks like each other. Everyone looks like each other. Anyway. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's start with like meaningful connections, connections from the jump that felt interesting. Well, Bailey got the first kiss immediately, which I was mm. kind of surprised about. Um, that's right. Yeah. Cause like she gets out of, it was the limo, out of the so, limo. Yeah. She, so she was one of the girls who met Zach on after the final rose when he was announced mm-hmm. his bachelor and he screws up her name. He calls her Balin. And so the running Aww. joke now is when she is getting ready to come out the limo, she's like, I just hope he remembers my name. So of course he does. And he's like, hi, Bailey. And I guess to make it up for her, he slaps one on her. And he even says, he's like, you know, I feel a little bit of a spark and I want her to know that I'm feeling that way. And so he gave her a little Mm -hmm. peck. I thought it was really cute. I was just super surprised that he did it so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm like, where was that coming from? Truly. (laughs) I feel bad that I forgot your name. (laughs) It could have been a mixture of a, yeah. Uh, a little bit awkward, not trying what, not sure what to do with this moment. She was also one of the earlier people who came yeah. out of the limo. Uh, yeah. That's what it seems like. Um, I don't know. Maybe how midway. It, it was edited to look differently. Yeah. True. Um, but he also uh, maybe was looking to make up for the fact that he forgot her name on national television and made them both look kind of silly. Yeah. And then also... I mean, this is actually not a poor reflection of her. I think it was just a bad moment. And it, unfortunately, she had to be a part of it. Mm. But, and then I, and then there's some validity in the, uh, that was the last time we saw each other. But I actually wanted to let you know that I am interested at minimum. So yeah, 
I'm going to kiss you. Maybe he could have just said it with his words. Yeah. He could have just been whatever. I mean, I know he apologized for it. Yeah. Yeah. She liked it. He was into it. I liked it. I liked his confessional interview and he just sort of felt like he knew what he was doing. He was like, so I kissed her because I wanted her to know that I was interested. (laughs) I like that. It was cute. Yeah, it was cute. Um, so when you said standout connections, that's where I was like, well, first shaky kiss was her. Um, but after that, right. we don't see much of Bailey actually at all the rest of the I don't night. Even she think they talk. hangs out on the couch. I don't think they talk. Nope. Or if yeah. they did talk, it was not aired. Um, okay, cool. Ooh. Okay. I... You know who sticks out for me? Who? Um, I really liked, I really liked... I put charity. my standouts. Me too. I love charity. Yeah, I really is what like charity. I put. Yeah, and can't wait to see she how she to... handles being on the show. Is what I put. I was actually like, I liked her. I knew I liked her. She seemed like a really good girl. Um, and it seemed like Zach liked her, but I could definitely yeah. tell that she was like guarded. So I'm curious yeah. to see Charity uh, open up, show other parts of herself at the yeah. at, throughout the show because I'm. What it seems like through the teasers is that she makes it quite far. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does seem Which like that. Me too. Um, the other two that I see that I like, I mean, I'm not looking at this from a who's good for Zach. I'm looking at it like, who do I like out of the patch? Yeah. Um, yeah. Brooklyn had me cracking up. She's the horse girl. Um, yeah, I like, liked Brooklyn too. She also was the one that was like, apparently when I'm on reality tv i spew profanities and i was like that had me rolling on the floor laughing because i was like me too yeah (laughs) yeah Um, she also is someone who didn't get a lot of time with him and um but she did get a rose so she's also moving on and i hope that they connect because she's yeah she's got a little spunk to her and i like it she seems like one of these girls who like had she grown up in a different area, she's so conventionally attractive as well. Oh my God, yeah. Had she grown up in a different area, like she may have blossomed into a totally different person, but because totally. she she grew up in Stillwater, Oklahoma, and she grew up on a farm and she grew up with the responsibilities of taking taking care of animals, that there's something very grounded about her. Yeah. And she's hot as fuck. Yeah, and you funny. Know? And she can laugh at yeah, herself. She's really and funny. I love that. Um, okay. Who's your next standout? Um, I'm going to see if we collide on this one. There was someone from Tampa, Catherine. Yeah. I just thought that they had a vibe. That's my last one. Oh, wow. We're so I liked her a lot. Oh yeah. We're Me like, too. Like this. Yes. Well, I love what I really liked about their conversation was her first question was like, you know, you say things like, you know, I want a partner who's aligned and a best friend. Cool. Me too. But can you be goofy? Like that was right. the first thing she asked. And I was like, yes, I need to know too. And he was like, yeah. And she's like, cause at home I'm like weird. And I was like, me too, girl. And I oh, love and- that for her, she needed to get that out of the way because I, I've so far, obviously I, we, I can't make like a character judgment call. Cause this is literally the only screen time I saw of her, but I feel that she is there for the right reasons. If she's the one mm. asking that question immediately, mm-hmm. like if you can't be goofy, mm-hmm. this isn't going to work, you know? Mm-hmm. And I like that he reciprocated it. He was like, me. he was like, oh, he was like, I'm fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that. 
Uh, that was one actually one of my favorite moments of the whole Zach-isms. episode. Oh. Yeah. He was like, yeah. I, he didn't say bitch. I wish he said bitch, I'm fucking weird. I know, <laughs> he me did too. it though. <laughs> but it had that energy. It had that energy. It did. It had that energy. He was like, you don't know yeah. this about me yet, but I'm fucking weird. weird. It was so yeah. cute. Um, um, okay, wait. Who else? We Catherine have Greer, Tra- who mm-hmm. we got to talk about because- We have to talk about. There's buzz. There's a lot of buzz, and she and Zach had a quite a long little makeout sesh. And mm-hmm. when I saw Greer's intro, I I was like, she's really young. I'm not sure. Like, like, I wasn't quite sure where she would land. But what I do love about her is she is like a bare minimum girl. Like, like mm. what I mean by that is she feels very comfortable in her own skin. She doesn't need a full face. Like, if you looked at the lineup, she was one of the women who had most makeup on. And um, she really was, I felt, communicating with him about her values and priorities of relationships, you know, expressing some of the commonalities they have in their two families and everything. But I think that really made Zach feel safe to like, Mm. oh, my God, this is like there's hope with these women, you know, and I think that's why why that kiss was so hot and steamy is because it was his first time where he did kind of let down his wall. What about you? Right. Well, I liked her. I mean, we're, we'll talk about like this, the information that's come out recently, but from the show before I knew anything, um, oh, I, see, I liked her. I don't her. even I thought, know what you're talking about. There's stuff. Oh, I'll, t- I'll tell you. Yeah. There's stuff. Um, I, Damn. yeah. So I'll, I'll say it now. Um, she, so she came out with like an apology on Instagram because while the show, after the show aired, there was um, tweets of hers from a number of years ago, tweets of hers that came, that resurfaced of her defending a friend of hers who had dressed up as Tupac with blackface in uh, for Halloween. And so she was defending her friend. I don't exactly know what the tweet said. It's not really that important. Um, obviously people took issue with it. There's no defending blackface. I, I like no. we all we all agree on this. At least everyone in this room agrees on this. Um, so what I understand is is that she may have actually been asked to leave the show. So I'm I'm kind of confused on the details. I obviously don't know a whole lot, but I don't know if this was discovered while filming was already taking place and she was still on the show, and then wow. they asked her to leave. I kind of wish that they would like film them navigating this between Zach and her, because not that it's super common that people are going to have their tweets publicly like resurface. But I think that what you will find in your relationship sometimes is that you learn something from a partner that you're surprised to learn about. Yeah. And you're surprised to hear, and it may be something that makes you feel really uncomfortable question their character, question your own character and choosing them. How do you navigate it? And I kind of yeah. wish we saw that. Yeah. We didn't get that with Rachel and Matt James. No, we didn't. Oh, and granted Same. like that stuff, that information happened after they were already done filming. And then they broke up and then they got back together and now they they're still together and together. I'm happy for them. But I do kind of wish we <laughs> saw some kind of conversation I because the I mean my desire for that is to lead by example like right the reality is that 
there's a lot of newfound awareness, especially since 2020, um, with systemic racism. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we need to find a balance between giving grace and holding people accountable. Um, Mm. because I think we can go to one extreme and it's like, we're just holding people accountable. There is no grace. And then it becomes cancel culture. Right. Yeah. And then the other extreme is like, we enable systemic racism and everything else that's been brought to light, you know, police brutality and everything to continue on, which isn't okay either, obviously. Right. So what do we do? And I, I Mm -hmm. personally believe that we have these conversations on national television to educate how to confront them within romantic relationships and relationships of any kind, friendships. And so I think that we're, I don't know. We're going to have to see. I highly doubt they air it just because I feel, especially with what happened with They don't don't want to be associated. Exactly. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be associated. Yeah. So they're just going to repress and like ignore and cut, 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 edit, 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 all of that out. Yeah. Um, If there even was any of that. And yeah. So that really makes me sad to hear about Greer. Um, And I'm going to have to go look at her apology. Yeah. She takes ownership, but okay. you know, I, I, I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and make any assumption assumptions about a person's like, yeah, um, proclamations. Character. Yeah, proclamation. Um, Thank you. Yeah, I just that's a good word. Yeah, I, uh, I, I think where I get stuck is that um, I understand why her behavior though it's from the past is being addressed because it's something that requires a, a comment is, does it require a public comment? Probably not, but she is on a public show, public facing show. So I guess that was going to happen. Um, I understand um, calling out the behavior for what it is, because that is important to, to call out and say like, listen, you cannot continue to participate in this ritual like dressing up for halloween may seem innocent to a person who knows nothing about its impact but it's incredibly inappropriate and it should stop happening and we need to obviously do better in educating our own community that that this is not something that should be excused tolerated or anything Mm -hmm. and this person flawed as she is wrong as she is still deserves an opportunity to like be in a relationship. Um, and maybe the show with the public connection wasn't going to be the right place because, uh, the show doesn't want to be associated with any kind of conversation about this. I, I think that I worry it's like, okay, I want, I just, these are kids. I know they're not kids they're adults, but like, I mean, they, they, they're like kids. They're young adults. Yeah. Yeah, I want them. I, I just like the provider in me is wants to be like, I they are, they are young people who are making mistakes, and those mistakes absolutely need to be clarified so that they learn from it, and so that they yeah. don't continue to make these mistakes because they are directly harmful. Yeah, and I want them to actually be in a position where they can learn from it and not just hide from shame and have it turn into something totally fucking different exactly. about how they feel about themselves and wanting to defend themselves 
and whatever else may come of it. They need to recognize the gravity of the, of the impact of the mistakes that they are making. And then they also need to be able to hold their head high, agree that this was like irreparable and they need to move on. Yeah. They need to be able to move on. And we as a public don't really know how to treat people who make these mistakes. Um, hence the council culture. So I just don't, I just like, I I don't know what the perfect way of handling any of this would have been. I'm sorry. I don't think there is a perfect way. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really think there is because it's uncomfortable no matter what. And I think a lot of people just shy away from like discomfort because it's obviously not comfortable, but there's so much growth that can happen in the discomfort of having these conversations. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I hope we find an answer to that on a medium that is as public as this show. Like it would be so nice. Do I really think that's going to happen? Unfortunately, no. <sighs> Bachelor yeah. ABC needs to make so many changes. Um, call us. They need to make so many changes. <laughs> yeah. Or call other people who might be experted in the kinds yeah. of changes that they could make. And I know. And, like, Use your resources. Wild. Wild. Kicking people off the show, I just don't think is going to be the the move. Well, it's, it's not, not it's the not answer. Good enough, no. It's not a good enough solution. No. Like, it's not a good enough solution. It's literally that's actually sweeping going something to... under the rug. Exactly. Like, the problem that was addressed, addressing blackface is incredibly important. Kicking someone off a show isn't doing anything to help that particular issue. No. Like, that's what, that's what I'm having trouble with. Um uh she probably would have gotten left the show at some point anyway like i don't know i don't man. yeah don't and that's that. my point is like i don't foresee her being the one he i think she's too young and i think that that will come to light she's like really as young. their relationship progresses well and i don't even know her age but like emotional maturity wise like she's just 20, from what, she's 24 with her intro okay great so i don't think he's gonna end up with her zach but like we said i think a conversation would have been really nice to see but whatever it's it is what it is um yeah and i feel for her and holy guacamole um wild you know who else is really young tell me jess jess is 23 yeah she's the first one out the limo yes she and in the preview she's like kind of seen as a villain a little bit later on so i'm interested to see how that happens really yeah yeah that's right that's right. Someone People being like, like, I don't trust Jess, but I mean, that could be projection too. So we'll just have to make our own judgment when we get there. But yeah, she seems yeah. really, my, my, uh, first impression of hers, she seems really sweet. Yeah. Same. But you know, love bombing is the thing. What's happening yeah, in your love hair bombing is, is a its thing. own life. <laughs> it, it has its own zip code. It's doing <laughs> its own dance. Um, Yeah. Well, I wanted to get your thoughts on Christina. She's the girl from Nashville. That's, that She's came in wrong. on the party bus. She came in on the party bus. She was very um, Tennessee whiskey forward, if you will. Yeah, not your vibe. I, I think she's like a like a great. I mean, how do I say this? I think she's a great human. Um, I don't think she's a good match for <laughs> Zach, and I don't think she's in a place. I don't. I don't know. My gut doesn't feel that she's stable and secure enough in her own right at the moment. I don't really have any reasons for that yet. That's just my tummy. It's just a, it's just a feeling. It's It's just a feeling. 
yeah. a segment called Tummy Talks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, like, I think uh, she's fun and bubbly, but, like, relationship-wise, I don't know. There's just something in my head that's, like, slow down. I understand what you're saying. Um, like, for a... Excuse me, I was drinking kombucha. I'm going to burp okay. a little. I love kombucha. Um, burp away. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Mm, so good in the tummy. Talk about tummy talking. For real. Kombucha's answering. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I think that when you show up on a show, especially when Zach is your bachelor, where the whole thing is about like getting, like dating for marriage. Um, coming onto the party bus is probably going to send a different message of like, you're not actually ready to settle down. Ooh, interesting whether that's true or concept. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Makes total what, sense. Um, whether she is or not, she hasn't really spoke on that. She hasn't, she hasn't talked about that yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, what I did like isolated, I did like her compatibility game that she handmade. I thought that that was very cute. cute. I yeah. wanted to do that myself. And I like also how her flirting was like an energetic kind of flirting. Oh, she that I knows. Was, yeah, she, she knows, knows how to work. A, she knows how to flirt. She's not, she is not slacking there. I'm just worried. No, she's That's not. what makes me worried though. That's exactly what makes mm. me worried is like, is this like anxious detachment coming out? Is it like, I mean, there's a part of me, if I'm being honest, like, is there any manipulation in here? Like, I'm just a little, mm. like we're observing, we're witnessing, we're collecting data, but like, yeah, if I'm just talking surface level, she's a fun girl, but I'm just, I don't know. There's something that I'm like, I need more information before I feel like she's a good pick. Me too. She's uh, otherwise like assuming the best of her. Yeah. Her energy was, was uh, a breath of fresh air amongst Agreed. the rest of the girls because yeah. all of the girls were quite serious. We always see this in the beginning. Everyone yeah. is very stressed out and they must hold them in different spaces and be like, Zach is working these areas. Like you have to wait because the girls are obviously sitting, but the men are like that too. Everyone kind of sits idly by, um, and they're just like, what's happening? We haven't gotten a chance to talk to him. I don't know what's going to happen. I need my time. Yada, yada, yada. The same trope. Um, so I appreciated someone like Christina being able to be, to cut through the noise a little bit and just be like, or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's, let's just have a good time. Let's just, yeah. I agree. Five out. We're Gabby, here. We made it. I got to the mansion. Yeah. Yeah, I got that vibe from Gabby initially with her maple syrup, but then I feel like the rest of the night Gabby was on the couch, if I'm remembering correctly, if that was her. There were several I know. white dresses. I, wanted to... I want to I talk no, about that, You're though. right. We'll I talk want to know more about Gabby. Okay, what are we talking about? The white I dresses? I want to talk about all of the girls who are sitting on the couch. And this is why I'm like, I want to... Your point that you brought up is great. Like, do the producers hold these women in certain areas and kind of make them wait for Zach to come to those areas? Or what is it? Because I, my whole thing about what ends up happening is, as always, the first impression Rose hits the table in front of the women on the couch. And they all start freaking out because they're like, oh, my God, I haven't been able to talk to him. I haven't been, he hasn't been able to, he hasn't come over here. He hasn't talked to me. He hasn't done this. And it's like, get up and go make a move. Like, all yeah. 30 of you or however many there are, are going after one minnow like he is the one fish that everyone is there so you cannot put it on him 
to come to you, especially the first night. You can't. And so my frustration with watching these girls, you know, lose their minds and like start telling stories of like, does he not want me enough because he hasn't come over here? Does he not value me enough because he like, does he not see me? Like all these little wounds are being activated by these women. And I'm like, go pull him as soon as you can and just be like, hey, nice to meet you. Like, you don't need to have a dissertation with him. You don't need to do a fun compatibility game if you don't want to, but do something instead of just sitting there complaining because sitting there and complaining isn't going to do anything. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if they are just sitting there and complaining and not capable, like, then that's my message to them. If the producers are keeping their asses on the couch for a reason, and I don't know that because they don't publicize that kind of information, then obviously I need to change my statement. But what this makes me, what this makes me think of is what happens in real life where we're in public settings and we're not you like i think that many women it's not our fault it's it's the it's it's the message that we are yeah that we are raised with and 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 it comes from the generations before us but that and and some of this this message is still very much alive and well um oh my god yeah women are supposed to hang back you're supposed to be approached it's too aggressive to approach a man to make a move you need to just sit, sit back and be noticed Right. Oh my God. As I'm saying it, talk about, you want to vomit. I want to vomit because I've been told this, I've been told this, like, just hang back, just be available. And like, I, like I can, I do not want to be not even not in the, the, I don't even want to be in the passenger seat of my own life. I don't want to be stuffed in the trunk. Okay. No. I want to be driving (laughs) and I want to be alert at the wheel with foot on the on the gas and the brakes, you know, I want to, I want to know how far are we moving? Where are we going? How fast are we getting there? That's what I want. Mm -hmm. So what I think is, so I think that let's assume production has nothing to do with it, which I doubt. Great. And the girls are just sitting there. I believe that that comes from the assumption of this is actually uncomfortable. I'm used to being approached. All of those women are gorgeous. I would totally believe that they're used to being approached. It is very different and difficult to imagine approaching a person that you're attracted to when you have only ever lived with the experience of being approached yourself. Mm-hmm. So at, like what I'm t- kind of tired of hearing is like single women unite. First of all, I love you. I am you and I hear you. Yeah. But when we're out, yeah. <laughs> when we're out in the world and you come home and you're a little bummed out that like you didn't get a chance to flirt with anyone or you didn't talk to anyone or that guy that you were eyeing up, uh, you know, in at the bar, um, didn't end up coming over to you. Ask yourself, might have things been different if I made some sort of an effort. Can you challenge yourself that when you are in public the next time, and you see someone that you are fancying and you're like, he seems cute surveying. I don't see a partner nearby survey. Um, this might be an opportunity for me to go talk to someone survey. Oh shit. That scares the fuck out of me. Like maybe go forward, sit, tolerate the discomfort and go do it. Do something, yeah. do something. Yeah. 
Yeah. I remember a girlfriend said this to me once. God, I don't even know how long. I remember where I was, but I don't know how old I was. It was several years ago. And I was at this like live band speakeasy vibe underground, literally in the basement of this building. And there was a, it was so fun. There was a really cute guy and we kept making eye contact. And I was like, I wish he would just come over here already. Okay. Female conditioning. And my girlfriend, she looked at me and was like, and I've used, I literally took this reframe and have run with it ever since. Ask yourself this tomorrow morning when you're looking back on tonight, are you going to be wishing you went over there and gave that guy your number? And if so, fucking go do it. And if not, let it go. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, wisdom, such wisdom. It's like, how do you want to tell the story? Like, and I say that to myself all of the time now. It's like, I'm in this predicament. If when I'm looking back on my life in hindsight's 2020, what story do I want to tell? How did I handle this? And then came this, then plot twist, this happened. And then I did this, like do that, play that game with yourself. And it'll bring a lot of clarity on what you really want to take action with. Oh my gosh. I so good, like right? That. I like that. I like that. I think that I might imagine that I will always see myself being like the person who like goes over and says something kind of out there, which to me, like, I want to tell a story that way. I want to be a main character in the story. You are the main character of your story. I know, but like, if I'm going to, thank you. But if I'm going <laughs> to use that, that like thought exercise, yeah, it's going to propel me because I feel that way. Oh yeah. It's probably going to lead me to, <laughs> to be like, okay, then what are you going to do about it? If you want to yeah. be part of the story and you want to be a main character in the story, What's the main character say here? I like that. Done. Yeah. What is that's the such a good say? exercise? Yeah. What does the so script great. say? You have to let go. How you do to, you want to write it? I want to attach another um, mantra that I tend to hang on by a thread with, but to this, which is commit to the process, detach from the outcome. Yes. Exactly. Getting familiar with what you want the script to look like so that you can propel yourself to go do something a bit out of your comfort zone because you are working towards your life taking shape in the way that you actually desire it to. That's wonderful. That is beautiful. Yep. Yeah. But that Um, means that it could, it could lead to lots of different outcomes. So you need to sort of go forward and then like release from the fact that it could also end up with pie in your face. Right. And that's okay. Yeah. And so that's kind of what I was going to say is like, in my example of me at this club and my girlfriend being like, if you want to give this guy your number, go do it. You know, worst case scenario is I get, you know, I don't get a text or a call or the guy is like, I'm not interested, but thanks. And I'm in, I'm in no different space than I already am right now in this moment before any of that has happened. So it's like, there's literally nothing to lose. There's nothing to lose. And then it becomes a really funny story. Yeah, exactly. So oh my God. we still get a Do story it. out of it. Yeah. Okay. Super fun. Thank you. I want to talk about Kat, who is from NYC. Kat. Yeah. It's going to be the thing we do all season. All right. Uh-huh. So do you want to, I don't have any notes on her, so I'm buckled into your ship and we're going okay. on this ride. I only wanted to bring up that, like, that she, they, they played a, um, First of all, I think that she's like cute 
and I don't see anything like there's nothing that's terribly off-putting about her other than she's just not going to be everyone's cup of tea. She's just not. Yeah. I was like, keep your mouth closed with the meatballs, girl. I was like, I oh my don't want to see no. that. That was so the I'm only about, part where so I was I'm a, like, cat, please. I'm about to talk about that. Um, okay. <laughs> they, they do a, a, like, how many meatballs can I fit in my mouth game, which is silly, but probably should just be played with marshmallows, like yeah. big marshmallows, so that what you don't get is what and we saw with cats. So, what cats doing. Also, I have to imagine that everyone's wasted. I have to imagine everyone's wasted. So what you get from Kat is that she is also eating the meatballs as she continues to put them in her mouth, which outside of it being disgusting to watch was kind of funny because like he's taking the game seriously. She's just eating the meatballs, which is in this game kind of cheating. And he's just like, what the fuck? It creates like a, a funny, playful banter. It really did. Right? Yeah. And I liked that. Like I liked how I liked how he was handling the situation. I think it's the only reason why yeah. I liked what was happening. But oh my God. I, I will say I am a firm believer that like women do not need to be hell bound to the to the confines of being perfect and and no. like clean and tidy in all ways. But there is just some shit that any person, any gender is going to do that's going to be fucking gross. And eating meatballs when you have like sick stuffed in your cheeks, like a squirrel who is about to hibernate, it's just really fucking gross. It's really it's gross. So gross. It was so gross. I was like <laughs> yeah, strawberries, like marshmallows, anything, like any other not meatballs with a brown sauce that is coating your teeth and lips. Like it looked gnarly. I was, I was like, I couldn't look at the TV. I averted my eyes. Of eyes it was 100% gnarly. Averted. Yeah. Yeah. It was bad. It was bad. It was really funny. That's all um, I have to say. She does get a rose. She continues. The last rose. She was sweating for a second. I kind of was. Yeah. Too. I believe it. She got a lot of airtime. So I was going to be surprised if she didn't get one. Um, yeah. Okay. We need to talk about Madison. Oh, we have to talk about Madison. She's only my only other person I have, my only other person I have notes on. Yeah, let's talk about freaking Madison from North okay. Dakota. Okay. Oh my God. I don't even know where to start with her. Where should we start? She. Well, she was, she was kind of funny in a, not haha funny and kind of weird funny. Yeah. Um, she was, she just was intense. Again, I wanna I want to acknowledge the edit the power of editing because Agreed. what I do think what was happening is she was intense. There there was a I think that she had really high hopes for like what coming to the show was going to become. I thought that she was going to at least establish some kind of connection with yeah. Zach. Uh, again, I almost called him a different name. I almost called him Matt. Like I cannot Sorry. get away. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah, sorry, Zach, but also, like, uh, <laughs> Okay. I think she wanted a, a, a more of a connection to happen, obviously. I think that most people do. But she becomes quite desperate, and I'm, I want you to talk about that in a second. But I, I, the, I bring up the editing because it's like we see her become more yeah. desperate in her actual attempts, and then they cut to her um, 
her confessional interview in which she's just talking about how excited she is. And I think that they play around with timing a little bit for the sake of like creating, creating a narrative that she's like boss to the walls, like unwell. And I, I don't, I I just want to acknowledge it. I'm not saying like, Oh my God, that's so bad, but it's just, it's just an acknowledgement. Just keep it in mind. Yeah. I just truly felt what what I saw with Madison was anxious attachment ignited on crack is what I felt I saw. And the reason I felt that is because um, she at first just is like happy to have a conversation with him and went well, whatever. But then she sees him make out with Greer and it was quite a make out session. And Mm -hmm. so she's like, well, I want to kiss Zach. If he's kissing other people, why hasn't he kissed me? And that's where her mind goes, right? So immediately she's already assigning some kind of story to why she hasn't been kissed. Mm -hmm. Anxious attachment, trauma of some Mm -hmm. sort Mm -hmm. up in there. Mm -hmm. And so then she goes and sees him again and they have a convo. I don't think that they kissed that time. And then I think the third time, and I might be like, don't quote me on this because my memory of this episode scene by scene is not perfect. They talk twice. They talk twice. Okay. So on the second time, she lays one on him sort of forcibly. Like he was standing up straight and she goes and grabs the back of his head. He's still speaking. She waits for him to finish his sentence. And then she kind of like pulls him in for one. And it was not consensual like Zach demonstrated with the other ladies. And... Here's my thing, and I get it because this used to be me. Oh, my God, I get it because this used to be me. Mm. There's this, like, thought, and I and partially, again, is societal conditioning because a lot of people are like, you know, I grew up hearing men only are interested in women for one thing, a.k.a. sex, and that a lot, a lot of our value as women is placed on our sexuality. And um, we're the... the I remember there was a period of time where being called a prude for not putting out on a first date was a very popular thing. Thankfully, we've slowly gotten away from that, maybe a little bit. Um, If that, yeah. And so I really feel that Madison was trying to eventually lead with her sexuality to get her man. And I literally put in here, I was like, ladies, your push-up bra will not get your man. I don't know if you ever saw that YouTube video, my push-up bra will Mm. get my man back in the day. No, Um, but but here's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm like, it won't, it won't help you get a healthy conscious partner. It will help you get a man Mm -hmm. who is looking for sex 100%. Mm -hmm. That's easy. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. if you are a woman looking for true conscious partnership with someone who understands you and can hold space for you and everything like that, leading with sexuality is not the way to go. This goes for Mm -hmm. any kind of relationship, by the way, not just heterosexual Mm -hmm. relationships. And so Mm -hmm. it just was like, my heart ached for her. I like wanted to come through the screen and be like, let me just take you over here. We're going to go on a nice little walk. We're going to talk about your feelings and we're going to take the foot off the gas pedal. Because what ends up happening is self-sabotage. I think if she just had her one conversation with him and let it sit, she probably would have gotten a rose. But Mm. Zach says after he kissed her, he felt icky about it and uncomfortable about it. And so then he ends up sending her home before the rose ceremony even started. So it just felt. And then the other thing I want to chime in on is once that happened, her thoughts go to what did I not do? Why wasn't I picked? Like, why wasn't I good enough? Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Mm. I had a lot of feelings about that because while... 
I don't exactly relate to all of Madison's behavior leading up to her getting dumped. I very much relate to her feelings after she was dumped. Oh, yeah. You know, like that experience of like, what is it about me that mm. is so difficult to attach someone to, like for mm -hmm. someone to attach themselves to? Um, what is so difficult about, what, what is it about me that's making it difficult for people to love me? What is it, what is so difficult to, why am I having a hard time is what I'm trying to say. And yeah. I think what we need to remind ourselves is that it's actually not that personal. Um, like he's, he's, he didn't have a vibe. There wasn't a vibe. And sometimes a vibe has nothing to do with you as like, he's not rejecting you as the person he's rejecting like this possible connection. And I do, I would love that if this is something that it, she's going to take away from and actually have some real feelings, assuming that all of this is real in this moment, if she's going to take this moment seriously, if she could turn, like walk away from it, sort of recognizing like, how did I contribute to a misconnection? Yeah. Like what, mm -hmm. uh, what do I think could have been participating in Zach getting a vibe that this wasn't for him? Did it come on too strong? That's okay. We might come on too strong. Um, and that might lead us to someone, someone being like, Ooh, mm -mm, not for me. Like we said, like you're leading with sex. It's not likely to help you find someone who's just looking for a deep, meaningful relationship. So, but it's not about you. It's not like. It's not like you're not good really enough. Got, yeah, no. exactly. Yeah. It's not really like he got to know who you are and didn't like you because you like don't watch sports and your favorite color is yellow. Yeah. Like he's yeah. Not rejecting you, but he didn't like your interactions. And maybe is it possible? Did you play a role in that? Yes. That is often the case sometimes. Um, yeah. It's hard to know. I feel for people though, because it's hard to tell what exactly went wrong because we stand by our own actions and I'm glad that we do. Um, and then we also have friends who like some of the other girls that were checking in on her before she got dumped officially who were like, don't worry about it, girl, you're fine. It's like no one, no one wants maybe pulled her aside to be like, Hey, like pump the brakes, let it breathe. Yeah. Rubber band don't effect. It wasn't really anything. interesting that she was sort of like measuring success through like if we've kissed because he felt connections with people that he didn't even talk to again that night. That's what we really need to remember that you don't actually have to put out, you don't have to bring things to a physical level for someone to love you or to want you. Yeah. No. You can just be chilled yeah. and actually not even touch them. Yeah. I had that conversation time. with a client today. She was like, I've never had such a healthy, conscious relationship. And she's like, because she was basically contrasting, like, in my previous relationships, it was always like, who do I need to become for them to love me? And now, and she kind of paused, and I'm like, you're just existing. And she was like, yeah. <laughs> and it's so nice. Like, you get, you deserve love, and you are valuable just for existing. Like, that work yeah. is done for you. Right? Yeah. So, yeah. And if you aren't with someone and like, same for Madison with her anxious attachment style, like Zach, if I like, obviously my, my guess work based on what I see is, is that, or saw is that Zach picked up on that anxiety and it overwhelmed him. And so that was that like, Ooh, not for me. Um, 
but obviously I'm not Zach and I'm not in his body and I can't make that call. That's just my educated guess. Um, but for some other man, that might not have been the case, right? And that's that's the kind of partner Madison needs to find is someone who can pick up on her anxiety and be like, what do I need to do to make you feel calm, calm and secure right now, mm. right? Um, Bachelor is probably not the franchise to be on to find that kind of relationship though, right? Right, so. because it's too easy to eliminate. It's too exactly. easy to eliminate. Like, like if he gets one whiff of a bad vibe, he's like, I'm not even interested in exploring, ex <laughs> exploring this yeah. and exploring this because he has these other stronger connections. He actually has to make some difficult decisions and send home people that he might be connected with. So why wouldn't he send you home? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Again, so that's just numbers. Love. It's, it's not yeah. personal. No. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, um, cool. Anything else? There was only one other connection that I actually have nothing to say about, but I do know that okay. like, it was significant on the show. So I'm sure it's a storyline that we're going to be following, but it's Ooh. Katie 27 from Austin. Oh yeah. The uh, chick in the blue dress. Chick in the blue dress. And Zach really liked her. You know what? I think yeah. there might be a real relationship that forms, but what I will yeah. say is that what locked him in again, <laughs> I don't live in his body. I don't know exactly what he was thinking or what he was feeling, but her eye contact was so direct. It was actually rarely broken, bordering intense, but Ooh. it was like sexy intense for them. I think for me, I was like, I wonder if she's doing this on purpose, you know? That's what my gut says with her. Yeah. It felt so very jury's like- still out on that one. Yeah, jury's out on that one, but it felt very like, I am intentionally, and it just, it felt, it felt a little bit like, yeah, intense eye contact, saying the right things at the right time. A little love bombing. Very warm, very welcoming, very, uh, <laughs> you couldn't find anything wrong with me if you even tried. Yeah. So keep looking. <laughs> yeah. So keep Smoke looking. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke you and mirrors. You might find it. Um, otherwise, um, like there are lots of other beautiful women and some of them got roses and some of them didn't. And that's the way that that cookie crumbles. And the episode that's airing right now, we will watch and unpack for you next week. So yeah. what are we ditching this week? What have we learned? I, to ditch? I am ditching sex forward as a prerequisite Same. of a relationship. Same. Me too. Yeah. I'm yeah. literally ditching it. We're going to ditch that. We're going to ditch that. And we're going to embrace else. consent. Ooh, what else are we we're, ditching? Ooh, yeah, oh yeah, we're embracing consent. Zach did make some really good examples. I'll I'll say what I'm ditching in a second, but Zach made some really good examples of like ways to like still in a flirtatious way that flowed. Yeah. Like, can I kiss you? I really, you? Like I really want to kiss you right now. Oh my god, that's a is really that okay good for one. you? Right. Yeah. How I sexy really... is that to be like, I want to kiss you. It's like, oh, you do? Ooh. Yeah. Like, why are we pulling that out of the bag? Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. I actually once so did that with someone. I, and it was oh, like, well, tell I me wasn't. Your experience. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about it. It just literally fell out of my mouth. It, it went directly from my brain outside of my mouth before I could even like put it back it in. Embodied. And all I said was. Sometimes when I look at you, I just really want to make out with you. And it, I, and then I almost started That's to so apologize hot. for it. And then he made out <laughs> with me. <laughs> and I was Swing. like, cool. Out of the yeah. Park. It was really, really, really so successful in that moment. Um, 
the other thing that I'm ditching is. Oh my God. Yes. I am ditching. ditching oh, that. I'm ditching. No, we don't. We women believing that they have to be approached in order to connect. So we're calling the place. Ditch we're calling it. the place. Get it out. Yeah. The end. Get um, it out. What do we say Get now? Oh, right. Our That's closer. It. This is what we say. The end. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, this is what we say. We say, um, if you'd love to get familiar with us on social medias or, um, one, if you want oh, to tell no. us, if you know someone who looks like they came out of a video game, you can reach us at, at ditch the script pod <laughs> okay. on Instagram and TikTok. though, by the way, I did get locked out of your TikTok, and I have no idea how to get back in. That will be a conversation for later. <laughs> um, you can also write to us. You can ask us a question on ditchdescriptpod.com and add slash podcast to submit a uh, request for a mini session, a free 30 minute mini session. We talk about your problems and solve it. Um, uh, find our show yeah. on Apple and Spotify, please. Rate them, review them, yeah, listen to them, tell your friends, share yeah. them. Share the good word of the ditch. Huffing of the script. Huffing. I said (laughs) huffing. Okay, goodbye.